you positive heads. Welcome to a very special episode dedicated to none other than you, the P-Heads themselves. I am your P-Head enthusiast and hostess for the day, Alexa Hauser. I have been blessed to have the experience of helping out with Positive Head's social media for the better part of a year. And through my digital interactions, I began to realize as did Brandon, that we have some incredible beings listening to the show who are taking the information that Brandon puts out through the podcast and using it to transform their lives and create wonderful things. You listeners are all a huge, huge part of the life force that propels this show forward through time and space. And we think it's time to bring forth some of you beautiful reflections and delve a little deeper into this collection of energy that is the Positive Head community. So as we shine the spotlight on our listeners, what we'll have them do is share their stories of how they attracted positive head into their life, the transformation it's facilitated for them, and what they're focused on creating now that they're in a more positive head space. Also, this episode of the Positive Head Podcast is being brought to you thanks to the support of Gaia. If you're not familiar, Gaia is the go-to source for streaming consciousness content online. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at Gaia.com slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com slash positive head. Check it out. Hello, all you positive heads. On today's P-Head Posse episode, our guest is positive head listener, Ramin Nazer. Ramin is a Los Angeles-based artist who runs a small publishing company called Rainbow Brain School. Rainbow Brain School is home to books entitled After You Die, I Love Everyone, Cave Paintings for Future People, and hundreds of shirts, enamel pins, cards, mobile apps, and posters. Ramin also hosts his own podcast about creativity, motivation, and death called the Rainbow Brain School Hour. Hi, Ramin. Welcome to the show. Hey, Alexa. Thanks for having me. I love you so, 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 so much. I love you so, 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 so much. Intro, and then we're here. Uh, I was hoping here, I, guess. I was hoping you would do that because the first time we uh, we talked on the phone, I called you and you answer you you answered and just started singing uh, the song, and it yeah, made me. What else could I ever do that? You know, I, I I don't I don't know, but I love it, and I hope you do it to every uh, positive head listener that you you ever encounter. I'm making that commitment right now. Am I the only awesome. person? I can't be the first who's done that, right? You've had to have had guests so no, far. No, you're, uh, you're the first. You're the first. Really? They don't sing the... Man. I mean, some Podcast people... Podcast theme songs are so... It's the new version of the way we had <laughs> DuckTales stuck in our heads. We had, mm. you know, Gummy Bears, uh, Rescue Rangers, you know, just in the 90s, Full House, all these theme my, songs are just tattooed onto our brain. I think podcasts are taking over as my the new... favorite. My favorite was Captain Planet. Captain oh, yeah, Planet, he's a hero, he's a hero gonna <laughs> take pollution down to zero. G- guys, fun fact, actually, if you go back and check out um, uh, Captain Planet, like uh, the intro, they talk about Gaia and stuff in the intro. Isn't that wild? Like I went oh, back and was like, yeah. wait, they were talking about Gaia when I was like six? I had no idea. Yeah, and like, it goes Gaia back needs even our further. Help. Like, huh? uh, or I don't know if as far as the term Gaia goes farther back, but we often think of just any any kind of new age, positive, um, whatever, for lack of a better word, 
new agey kind of stuff being as like, oh, it came here in the 60s and then yeah. it's been there. But it's <laughs> been, you look at little pockets of it having, oh, it was around like 200 years before that. It was just oppressed a little and then 60s and then it oppressed in the 70s. And then, uh, yeah, it comes up in little, in little um, ebbs and flows, cycles. And I feel there's a oh. new one coming up, don't you? <laughs> Absolutely. But it's cool. It is cool. Like uh, now that you mention it, it's cool to especially when you think about that, you know, if it's all happening now, it's like, oh, everything's all, all, always been here. Even if you thought it wasn't here, it was always here. Even in like you're saying 200 years ago or, or however long ago, it was always floating around, you know? Yeah, if you zoom out far enough, there's nothing happening and there's no one there to even do anything. But as we're here zoomed in, it's clear that, um, you know, it's, we have to face the contrast in which like, oh, my friend that died is always here. It's like, well, they're they're actually not here, but they are in the big, 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 uh, big picture, mm-hmm. which we all belong to and uh, are, mm-hmm. you know, inseparable from. How could we be separate from it? Absolutely. We're all we are all it. And, yeah. um, yeah, well, you know, uh, <laughs> aren't we a crazy person? A gr- We're a crazy it. I'm like, I'm talking to myself right now. That's so crazy. <laughs> while I listen to myself, the that big must- it is having a ball right now. And that uh, must be why we just can't stop. We, we can't stop chatting. We, 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 we forgot to hit record earlier because we just started chatting so much. It's we're talking to ourselves and we're, we're reunited. Yeah. Um, we'll make up for it. But- listeners. Don't worry in terms of all oh, yeah. the good stuff was before they turned on the mic. No, we'll get deep into it. No, and that was we'll- just a warm up. Yeah. Hoping to leave you. What, what I love about this podcast is it can get you out of a funk and it can break things up in a, in a way that you wouldn't have wouldn't have thought of yourself, at least not immediately. And in a world filled with so much bad news, this is a little refuge of just nonstop hitting that, that uh, positive, abundant perspective, like how to actually be in flow with stuff. And um, yeah, those, those episodes can change your day. So I'm going to this hoping that I can give as much uh, value as I can in terms of that for people and you and myself yeah. and yeah, all of it. Oh, you already are. You're giving a lot of bang for your buck. So, um, I I'm, hope so. I'm, I'm into it. This part, like, <laughs> I don't think, I mean, not to just completely, uh, or why not? Why can't I just boast this podcast the whole time? But there's, I don't think there's anything sure. else right now that puts out as much stuff as this and is not asking for, anything like maybe there's a guy ad at the beginning but those are fun too and there's no uh mm-hmm. there's, there's such a high cost and some of my other favorite podcasts it's like oh well that's only updated every week or every month or the this one is yeah. just consistently good and there's so much of it and oh man it's great well isn't it just awesome? I mean, I, I, I love that too, you know, that it's five days a week and that each day it's like I get to wake up in the morning and be like, okay, I'm going to do, it's basically like a meditation practice for me before my actual meditation. I'm like, what's going on today? You know, and it feels so connective. Like it's like the way that Brandon takes what's going on, whether it's in the Facebook group or just, you know, around in his life and connecting it to the rest of the listeners, like that's why I love it as well because it just feels so like we're all kind of going through this together. Yeah, you know? we sure are. And that's what any, um, not just visual art, but I think songs, movies, and any sort of art, I think a, a lot of the value in it is someone else communicating something very deep and small from a small place within them. And it, it resonates mm-hmm. with other people when they thought that, no, no, there's no way anyone else feels like this. And then it's like, oh, I feel exactly... Yes 
like that and it hit that spot and unfortunately or i keep saying unfortunately but um sometimes those things that hit that spot is not uh you, you can't keep relying on it i think abraham hicks refers to them as stepping stones i use the bananas analogy a lot where bananas you know they they start green and it's like yellow and you want them but they go bad pretty quick like you don't want to be eating a three-week-old banana and it's relative to you but oftentimes (laughs) like if i see a motivational quote or a song that really speaks to you like you listen to that same song in two weeks it does nothing for you that that poster on your wall you just want to take it down it doesn't it's almost taunting you at that point and it's interesting how these things change and how um it's good that it changes because that's what creation creates the motion in the the cosmos and while existence but it's somewhere that uh we we fall um fall down sometimes and that's why the beginning of this podcast Abs- says it's a daily conscious effort to maintain an elevated vibration mm-hmm. effort. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, you know, speaking of art, you're an artist. Ooh, I transitioned um, to that pretty well, I, huh? <laughs> you did. You already knew where I was going. Um, <clears throat> sorry. Um, but you know, I would love for you to share a little bit about your story and yourself and, you know, how you, you came to, to have this perspective and, and be on this path and, and how you eventually found the podcast. Sure. Well, I'm an artist and I, uh, I think you said it in the intro already. I have a small publishing company. It's called Rainbow Brain Skull. It's, um, it's my little, you know, uh, thing like Prince had, uh, NPG Records and Frank Zappa had Barking Pumpkin and Chris Hardwick has Nerdist. I think he sold that company or something. So maybe I'm not equating myself to that. But it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just my little company because I wanted to release books and I wasn't getting published. I honestly didn't reach out to that many publishers. I'm, I'm a very chip on my shoulder type of guy. I want to do it myself, figure out how it works. And my first book that I put uh-huh. out with this is called After You Die. And on the front of it, it's got the rainbow brain skull and it says no religious agenda. And I say, I don't ha- I don't know what happens after you die. I just like to entertain different models and um, mm-hmm. we're all going to die. It could be today. It could be in a hundred years. It's going to be a surprise and no one really knows can describe the model. There's just models and I like looking at models. So it goes through all the models and I illustrated all of them. Uh, you know, first one, oblivion, complete nothingness. There's just no you, no body, thoughts, emotions, goes to heaven, hell, purgatory, limbo, reincarnation. You become a ghost. You resonate the last emotion you ever felt. <laughs> you wake up. It was all a dream, like inception. You repeat it over and over again, like Groundhog Day. You repeat it over and over again, but with no memory of it, not like Groundhog Day, so you don't learn from it. It's just endless loop. It's a simulation that you designed and then you remembered it or you uh, become your four dimensional self. You are aware of every moment of your whole life simultaneously at once from that perspective. And that's how you uh, grow to the next level the same way that we were just uh, a single celled consciousness at one point. And now we're a 60 trillion cell consciousness thing commanding 60 trillion cells that are all dividing every minute and doing these crazy chemical reactions <laughs> to make it all work in perfect sync. And we're commanding this thing around, but we just kind of see ourselves as like, oh yeah, my hair looks bad today and this shirt doesn't make me look good. We're like seeing this very like cartoon <laughs> version of ourselves, but we're a, we're a really complex organism uh, thing yeah. hanging out here in this uh, in this world, which is a school uh, that we're 
playing out through this body. And um, it was, oh yeah, I'm just describing this book and now I went on a tangent, but <laughs> yeah, I sh- we should get into all that later. But basically I make books and I make comics and apps and it's a crazy time in 2018 in terms of a lot of things, but one specific one for, I guess, creative types or people who are solo uh, freelancer, entrepreneur type of people. The world is very saturated. There's more content being generated every second than you can consume in your whole life. So I'm just trying to um, you know, make as much art as I can that can help people psychologically the way that I, I'm trying to help myself psychologically. And um, yeah, rather than just drawing a bird just because I want to draw a bird and then it's like, ooh, bird, like I want to have something with meaning and that you know <laughs> triggers something in uh, other people to help them. Uh, out and the the messages I get from people saying how I've helped is what keeps me going. So that's a that's a big sentence, it's, right? I always get insecure if I've been talking too long. I'm like, have I just been? <laughs> oh, was that one was sentence? Something. I'm like, oh, my steamrolling this person. I want to be a good guest. If you know, you talk, I talk. We're just like talking about the same thing rather than regurgitating what I think the world is like or what I think I'm like. No, I love it. I love it. This is why I wanted to have you on. And, you know, um, to be completely candid, you're the only person that I've actually reached out to and been like, can you please Wait, be on this? Wait, how did everyone else um, get on here? Because they, they reached oh, out. They okay. submitted oh, it's themselves. It's the, it's the fan yeah. <laughs> part of the show. That's why, right? Yeah, it's the listener part. We, you know, we put out oh, a, um, that's right. a message saying, you know, if you have a story. Yeah. And, okay. and, and um, to, you know, it was just a little. any of the other people that have asked. I think that's very good that you asked. <laughs> and I need to be better about asking because that's one of my big things that I suck at asking uh, people for stuff. I've got that kind of pride disorder of I think I can do it all myself. And you, you can't do it all yourself. You're going to lose. <laughs> well, I think. Yeah, I think we I think we all have a little bit of that. And it's not I, I don't even do you think it's really pride or, or does it also come from, you know, being being sensitive as a child and being told, you know, maybe we're doing it wrong or and, and because for me, I ha- I have that, too. I have the, I have the pride thing going on. But I really think it comes from, you know, when I was little, like my, people were trying to tell me how to do things. And I, I just, you yeah. know, I wanted to do it my own way. I wanted chance? to explore my own way. Someday? I oh, am the only, the only okay, so yes, I'm the youngest yeah, and the I oldest. I can't and the say only. it's just pride yep. or just some innate thing, whether it's an astrological sign thing or whether I was brought up a certain way culturally. It's probably a ton of different things all mixed to it to the leading to where I am now. And uh, I've just come Absolutely. to recognize that very, Absolutely. very recently. I think a lot of us are going through breakdowns, just constant, not breakdown of like nervous breakdown, but your whole model of the world and the, like these last four years have been very strange. Like I can't find any, any like n- not just <laughs> celebrity deaths and political change, especially that stuff, but just, um, just in your own life, like you're standing in such a different place than you were a year ago or two years ago or six months ago. It seems like history Definitely. is speeding up and it can be scary, but it can also be exciting. It's your choice. Probably both. Totally. Totally. It's, 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 you know, I, I like to think of it as, because I've had that same sensation, like, whoa, like sometimes I don't even know where I am. I'm like, oh, I feel so disoriented sometimes because things just seem to be so fast and so slow at the same time. It's like, you know, 
we feel like yeah. we're in a different dimension or something. But um, but to me, it's like I feel like that's a sign that we're blending more with our true selves and we're tuning into our intuition even more to be able to recognize that. Because before, you know, a few years ago or 10 years ago or whatever, it's like we were so or me, at least in my experience, I was so not tuned into that, that everything just seems so linear, you know, and not magical, like more like, how do I get this? And how do I do this? And what's next? And and all of that. And, yeah. and now that lack of magic is the worst, huh? isn't it? Oh, my God. Once you realize that things are magic, you're like, I all I wanted you know, I want to live in a magical world. Like I want to live in this fairy tale. Like I want my life to be this yeah. way because yeah, when you were little and it was like, you're watching Disney movies or, you know, Harry Potter or whatever. It was like, Oh, I wish life was like that. And now it's like, I, I feel like I come to realize, Oh, it is like that. I just have to see it that way, you know? And I, I yeah, want to see a it friend of mine who, who, uh, tried, uh, psychedelic or psilocybin mushrooms for the first time. The first thing they said, it was, Wow, it's like being a kid again. And I always remembered that. And I know there's ways to get there without, you know, psychedelic uh, substances and and all that kind of thing. But specifically in this example, uh, that's how that's how they got to that place. And it just made me think like, oh, man, we used to just feel like that naturally. And now you have to take a thing away from people and a lot a whole day for it. And you feel a little <laughs> nauseous. And it's like, oh, this is a bum deal, huh? You know what? They're, they're good for their own thing. But to, to rely on it, like to not have your own magic making machine. Like, have you ever heard the, the phrase, the opposite of work? or the the opposite of play isn't work it's depression so those are the two polarities we're dealing with we're dealing with depression and we're dealing with play if you're being yes. playful and you're truly being you know in enjoying the play you're not depressed and uh, yeah. vice versa you can't really play when you're depressed you can't get out of bed you can't make depressed memes comics things like that you're just uh, yeah. you're paralyzed little yep. decision spin absolutely you know what's funny about you bringing okay. up Oh, I'm sorry. You know, you know, what's funny about you bringing that up about, you know, the mushrooms and about like having to allot a whole day to like get into that mental state basically is I had this, I, uh, I partook in some psychedelics like about six months ago. And cool. while I was doing that, <laughs> I had this realization. I was like, wait a minute. They're selling us our own high. Like this, it's <laughs> like my whole life I've thought, oh, like, okay, when I smoke weed, right? Like I'm getting somewhere that I can't get otherwise because that's what the weed does to me. It gives me something that I'm not, right? But suddenly I had a realization what that day. I was like, oh my God, it's not giving me something that I'm not. It's, 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 it's removing the things that keep me from being that. That's what it's yeah. doing in that in that moment. It's actually removing all the blockages so that I can be what I really am, which is this blissed out, like chilled out, like everything's awesome person. And it's just that <clears throat> because that's that's why people like these things because we get to be more of who we are. Except that, like you said, it's like then we have to rely on those things, and so then we have to learn. Oh well, we can actually get there on our own. It just takes more focus and work. So yeah. I just on thought that night. was. On the natch, yeah. as Terrence McKenna would say, 
on the natch. On the <laughs> yeah, natch, I love getting that. there on the yes. natch. And uh, it reminds Definitely. me of, I might have said this on my own podcast before. I, I tend to repeat myself, but that's okay. I'm not repeating myself in this podcast. I'm not repeating myself. That's on this all podcast. that positive no. head is, as Brandon yeah. says. He, all he does is repeat himself. So it's, it's, it's natural. Go ahead. Good. I like it. I like hearing the same thing yes. I need to be reminded of. But it reminds me of in the that old Ram Dass story of him taking the, I think it was LSD tablets and taking them to his guru, Neem Karoli Baba, who owned nothing. He just owned a blanket. And uh, apparently if you were near him, you would just get into a psychedelic state of pure love. And he was this magical being that could teleport and heal people. And he was a rascal and he would pretend to not do any of that stuff in front of some people. So they thought he was a scam and Steve Jobs was was totally into him and Mark Zuckerberg. See, I'm just describing important people. Yeah. So people give yeah. it credibility. <laughs> but this is positive positive head podcast. So I don't have to sell you guys on it. I can just kind of no, go no, straight into the woo woo. But he gave uh, if you're not familiar with the story, Ramdas gave him a lot of acid and made sure that he didn't palm it or anything so that he was actually taking it and it did nothing to him and the lesson he got from that is it's inside you like he's already mm-hmm. in that place he describes him as i used to just get high all the time and then the problem with getting high is that i always came down and uh then one day i met a being who never came down and that's what led him into that whole uh journey of the the yogic spiritual hanuman path <laughs> Yeah, because no, I I think I have actually heard that story before, but that so speaks to exactly what I'm talking about. And it's funny because yesterday um, I saw on Instagram, it was like a clip on Instagram of this girl who tried. This is really random, but this girl who tried out for American Idol, and I don't even watch that stuff, but for some reason, this clip really spoke to me because this girl seemed really unique, like not not classically pretty, not classically superstar, like she just seemed very different, and I could tell like she was going to be one of those with an amazing voice or something, so I watched the clip. And first thing she she comes in and first of all, she sings this and she's incredible and she sings this incredible song that she wrote herself. That's better than like any anything on the radio. That just, ev- that? Everyone was. Yeah, I, didn't think yeah sing your own songs. I thought they'd escort you out of the building <laughs> if you tried something like that. Well, <laughs> well, this girl, I don't know. This girl was super special, but it was funny. Then she goes, they go, yeah, are you just like naturally like because she was so like high and she was like, yeah, this is me. Like, I don't do I don't drink caffeine like I don't. And 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 her high was like just even watching her. You were like just even me through the phone. I was like, oh, my God, I want to I want to. I want this girl's high. And she was just kept saying, uh, this is just me. Like, I'm just high actually on life. And I was like, wow, there are people who, like you said, or like you were referencing, they just never come down. And it's because they've actually found it within themselves, which is what we're all really trying to do. But it's like, you know, we we're in this culture where there's a lot of, tools that we've kind of started to rely on and it's really a process like especially for me of like pulling myself away from these tools and these conditions and actually finding it permanently because I have this sense that like wow it's really within myself if I could just put all my faith in that you know and I would be higher than I've ever been maybe yeah it is and um I mean, because the the conclusion that we've drawn from all of these podcasts and all the quantum physics and all the simulation theory physics and all the holofractal unified field theory physics, pretty much, or even Bruce Lipton's uh, stem cell 
uh, rap. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. heard that or if he's been on the podcast before. Yeah, I know all about yeah. Bruce Lipton. Yeah, he yeah. was. He was a Basically, guest. Basically, his conclusion, which you can go look it up. I'm going to butcher the whole thing saying it, but it's uh, <laughs> basically you're you're a signal being picked up and playing through this body. You're you're a field of information that is picked up by the self receptors on your cells. And if your cells were to, if you were to take your self receptors and put them onto my cell. Um, it wouldn't act the same. And when you remove the self-receptors, the cell has no behavior. So it's basically these little antennas that pick up the you signal, which is unique to you. And uh, it's it's easy to think that, oh, that's just uh, like, where's the proof in that? But we've got we've got radio waves and microwaves in the rooms we're both sitting right now. We don't see them. But if you t- took a like radio yeah. crystal and tuned it to a certain frequency, you would pick up that channel. So the orchestra isn't inside the radio. It's, it's a signal being picked up and our bodies are the little radios that pick up the signal of you. And we're here to learn experience. Yeah. And within every single frame slice, your every piece of you goes back to source and writes it down permanently and then comes back. You're born anew every single not even second or microsecond, the smallest possible unit, which means that it auto saves seamlessly. There is no like, oh, it auto saved <laughs> seven minutes ago, so it's all gone. It's all there. The universe doesn't want to delete mm. anything. And uh, I think I think mm. Nassim Harriman already Haramine already might have said this. Nassim, yeah, he might yeah, have already Harriman. said this on this podcast. Yeah. But just the way that you know the Earth never revisits a single spot on its path it's always traveling you know outwards the the sun is moving it's Mm -hmm. not just spinning around a sun that's stationary the sun is moving the galaxy is moving everything is moving and so it's like when something takes place it's literally taking that place it's taking that spot and so it's like writing it onto Mm -hmm. a record onto a cd that's why it's when you want to go back in time you would have to actually, that's a problem with time travel. If you actually had a time machine, the earth would be in a different spot than it was 50 years ago. So you'd have to calculate that. And what Einstein discovered was that, right. you know, time and space are, are one thing. It's space time and, you know, E equals MC squared. It's one thing. He geometrized space time. It's a geometric thing that we're in. And that just gives me a lot of, a lot of hope, I guess, makes me feel good when someone I love is dead or when you know, you're, you're longing for the, the past or something that is apparently gone, but none of it's gone. Everything is here. What's the saying? Nothing, nothing is lost. Nothing lasts and nothing is lost. Mm Hmm. It's wow. First of all, what you just, every, you just gave me chills because, um, I just, I just love what you just said. Um, but also I saw a sticker, uh, like last year on some, like a pole that said time is a flat circle and it had like a geometric, like a, a it's like a big, like a cylindrical shape that was flat and it, you know, kind of like a pie, like in, in like <laughs> whatever it was, it was a, it was a shape of a circle and it was illustrating that like time is this circle and every point in time is just a different area of this circle but it's all part of the same thing so it's a space it's a it's a space that you're moving around in it's yeah, not you're moving around in it it's not a ride future. where you're stuck like yeah. oh no it's a flat circle that means we're doomed to repeat history over and over again it's just some kind of <laughs> repeating thing no, no, yeah no. that's what i'm saying that it's no 
Yeah, no, it, it was it was like, yeah, it's just illustrating that it's a space that you're moving around in. So you're experiencing different things. Not and I just love the way it was so plainly said, like time is a flat circle. Like it's not about past or present. It all is here. It's just in yeah. different areas. You know, it, so um, was going that along with pre true detective or do you think it was right about the time of true detective? Because he didn't say at first, but uh, he def- uh, Matthew McConaughey definitely uh, gave a rise in popularity to that awesome phrase. Does yeah, he say he that said, in the? Yeah, Rust the, Cole exactly says time way? is a flat circle while oh. he's like, uh, <laughs> you know, just like carving his lone star thing <laughs> with a knife or something. Uh, you know, oh, it's probably from lot. there. I just had no idea because oh, I didn't watch that. <laughs> it's no, I, I watched a little bit of the first season, but like, I don't like oh, dark feel, stuff yeah. very much. Like, it well, just you gets know me into a dark now place. That I give so, you that. And yeah. really, the only reason to watch it is just because Matthew yeah. McConaughey is just such a good, enjoyable to watch, charismatic actor. I just, I love the McConaissance. I love just watching him. I know people have problems <laughs> with True Detective and Interstellar yeah. and pretty much all of it. Dallas Buyers Club. I'm like, yeah, oh, I, I love, love Interstellar. It. What's wrong with it? It's a, it's a movie. It doesn't have to be the most perfect Thing where every piece fits together perfectly if you if you had a good time with a book or anything yeah. or a tv show or do you, do you find yourself it might just be because i'm in los angeles but there's just so much um like everything is uh wasn't good enough like there, there's so little content that's good enough but there's so yeah. much content and there's so much good content you know well don't you don't you find that that's just generally a reflection of people's mental state you know because when i of kind of the i know what you're talking about it's like no one can find something good to say or about things they can only find what they don't like about things and that's i saw this youtube video it was posted in the positive heads facebook group it was this little kid he was had i think he was like six maybe and it was like he was channeling because he was talking so what he goes what do you practice if you practice disappointment you're disappointed with the traffic you're disappointed whatever then that is what you will create if you if this is what you practice you will get very 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 good at it and you will see all you will see are things that disappoint you and he was basically talking about the law of attraction but it's you know it really makes me think of that because I think that people have felt for a long time that the only way they get heard is if they complain about something or if they say, well, this is this is my opinion and this is why I don't like this because the general mood and tone of our world for the past however many years since, you know, we've had administrations and stuff has been kind of this dark like tone of like what's not working, right? But it's like now... Yeah it's like the tide is starting to turn and finally in at least in my life i'm starting to see people you know say oh this is what is working this is what i like about this and that is really also like i feel like this group of people everyone listening to this podcast like we are on the leading edge of that movement of hey this is what i do like hey this is what i do want to see more of hey this is why that movie was awesome even if most of it was stupid it's like but this is what was awesome about it you know it's just a shift and isn't it strange that it's rare which i guess it's um you know it's a lot of stuff is is rare like there's there's more it appears that there's more blank space out in the stars than there are stars but those Mm. stars oh man Mm. those are some those are some good boys and girls right there and gender <laughs> other thing. I remember there was a controversy on this podcast about something or another. So 
Oh, uh, what was it? it was, I think uh, it was a. I think it was people of color yeah. or something. Oh, check it out! I'm a person of color. I did it. Yo, I'm a brown person. Just I'm, added, on the, I'm on the podcast. Yo, you checked it. You checked the thing you off. You guys, you guys, we're making we're we're making history right here. That's awesome. Bonus. All right. Oh yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, and I. But also, that's just the skin package. I'm not a brown person behind it. If you tear the skin off, I'm not that at all. I'm a skeleton. If you tear that off, I'm not that at all. Well, so how do you feel about? That whole not to um, well, I guess I am trying to dig it all up. But I mean, how do you, as a no, person, dig of, into anything? Okay. That's what people want. Here. How do you, as a person of color, as you just called yourself, how do you actually feel about that? Because just from my my perspective of the whole thing is, I think what's happening in that discussion is that, um, is that. <laughs> On one hand, we're all just energy. And if you look at it that way, as Brandon, I think is that's how he's looking at it. Like, we're literally all energy. We're all the exact same thing. The color thing is ridiculous type of thing. And that's the mentality we want to move forward with. But on the other hand, to someone who has experienced negative experiences uh, because of their race or how they look, it's not such an easy sweep it under the carpet type of thing. And they don't want it to be overlooked that way. So what is your take? on it i actually i haven't had that uh bad of a of a um time with it i do have some bad times like because it's the background is middle eastern so i do get stopped more at the mm. airport they always check my bag ever since uh 9-11 stuff mm. and um of course more like terrorist jokes growing up and that kind of thing but i think every kid gets picked on in their own way but i'll also like on top of that i'll have male I'll have male privilege. So I have the the benefit of not having to, um, you know, have to speak louder and interrupt people and not get interrupted as much just because I'm a, a guy. I don't have to have a period every month. There's all kinds of, of benefits <laughs> of having a male holographic carbon-based uh, yeah. uh, bipedal uh, body. Yeah. But um, I guess that's the disadvantage of that one. But there's probably other advantages. Like now as things are are shifting, I'm probably getting more opportunities as a result of that whereas if it was straight white male then that's that's like oh no good there but mm-hmm. then if you're straight white male then you have the advantage of being in the good old boys club but the good old boys club is coming to an end so it's really just <laughs> how you how you play it I, I try to see the 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 light in all of it and so did um like let's take what's his name Charlemagne from the breakfast club he wrote a whole book called black privilege because he was tired of just the negative mindset. And while all that stuff is true and it's really tough to be a black person, especially around police or just all the countless other uh, things, prison industrial complex, that kind of thing. I mean, that's police related, but uh, I don't need to go on a whole rant of that. We know what all that is, Mm -hmm. but uh, he's like, yeah, there's enough negative stuff of that going around. And when you're subjected to that all day, you can't get out of bed. You can't you can't right. do anything. So I'm going to focus on what are the black privileges. And then if you right. focus on those, then you're going to feel better about yourself. The negative will still be there. And yeah, um, there's not much you can do about but, it maybe today, but it changes over time. Like there's not at least, uh, remember black people would have, if they were in a swimming pool, there would be people that come and throw acid in the swimming pool. And this was not even... Uh, not even a hundred years ago. This is like back in what the sixties, seventies. It's it's wow. slowly getting better, but it's not done by any means. And well, and I think, yeah. I mean, I think the, I think the point is the, you know, it's like her again from my perspective. It's like, and you just mentioned it too. It's like you can look at any one of these 
races or subgroups. And there's tons of negative things that have happened <clears throat> to everyone. Like literally, no matter who you are, there's tons of negative things I'm sure that you could find in your life if you get. Oh yeah, you know what I think to, of a lot, or not to interrupt, what? or actually I am interrupting, okay. but like when people get, like I I think of recently Chris Cornell hung himself, and he had family, fame, money, was talented, yeah. was loved, and for whatever reason, in that little span of time, like he he couldn't continue going on. So you never know what the the struggle is. Exactly. And no matter who you are, and he was exactly like you said, he was a white male who's really famous. He was re- really loved. Same thing with Robin Williams. It's like, you know, everybody has things in their life, no matter where you're, what, what group you belong to on, on the outside, you know, um, that, 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 that is a negative thing that could, you know, really have impacted you. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know, I didn't comment on this whole issue in the group, but what I wanted to say was like, when it comes down to it, we will never know what it's like to walk in someone else's shoes because because we our purpose is to be here expressing this unique version of source. And so whether you're black, white, brown, male, female, whatever it is, it's like you're here to express that unique aspect and fractal as beautifully as you can and find all the beauty in your specific experience. And that's why it's never going to satisfy anyone <clears throat> for Brandon to, no matter what Brandon says about this topic or what I say or what you say, it's never going to satisfy everyone because everyone has their own unique perspective as they should. It's just up to each person to find all the beauty they can and all the positives in their unique expression and express that as in, in, the, in the highest version possible and not get caught up in all this, well, you don't understand type of thing and whatever. And it's like, yeah, because no one will understand you and you don't need them to understand you. You just need to understand yourself and understand what benefit you bring to the world and express that. Oh man, that's, that's it right there. (laughs) And we are, we're all, um, we're all our own color, you know, like there's, and there's unlimited colors, but don't try to be a, an orange if you're a green and don't try to be a blue if you're a purple like it's about finding as we referenced earlier i think in the podcast hopefully that wasn't pre-podcast but we were referring to true successful artists listening to their their core getting in touch with themselves not listening to the the outside and staying true to um staying true to what they know and their heart is right and you know the right thing is always the right thing it's it's just uh how it goes Another way is, you know, truth is, I say this one a lot, it's it's an old, um, I don't know if it was McKenna or someone else, he might have been quoting someone else, but if the truth can be told in a way in which it can be understood, it will be believed. That's what truth is. It's just the most Mm. uh, uncorruptible thing. If it's real truth, it's uncorruptible. Mm-hmm. that's why Abraham always just rings so true no matter you know when you listen I mean when I listen to Abraham I, it's she cuts like, right to it yeah truth. she'll interrupt your sentence like if yeah. someone says I'm just always late to and then she'll say like look at how you're saying always yeah. and it's not always but look how it feels when you say that you're always doing that and you're kind of putting that constraint on it and isn't it more true that you're not always doing well, that and you're only doing it sometimes and when you do it sometimes doesn't that feel good doesn't it feel good to be in the vortex <laughs> why not start the day by saying yeah. I like being in the vortex when I'm in the vortex I'm kind to people when i'm in the vortex i believe in myself more when i'm in the vortex i like being in the vortex when i'm in the vortex i like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i heard someone actually once say to abraham they were like you all you have this power when you talk it's like you don't 
and they interrupted the person at the time and they were like we don't care what you think because we know that we're telling the truth and that's what you're feeling is that we know that we're in our truth like we don't question how you're gonna take it we don't care because we're just telling the truth and it's like that shows you wow like when you really feel something resonate as the truth within you because I've had a couple of moments in my life especially recently where I'll be talking to someone and they're kind of like yeah yeah like I can tell they're kind of half like into it and then I finally kind of like I it's almost like I check out of my body for a second and I feel like someone else is running it's almost like I feel like someone else is talking because it feels like such a natural flow and the second I let that happen suddenly the person will look at me like I've just like pressed a button in their head like oh yeah that's (laughs) true you know and it's it's about you know and I I think that that shows us you know what the the way to 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 make an impact here is really to to align with your higher self and to let that come through and take over a little bit more just just let that alignment guide you into what to say because when you're aligned that's when the truth comes out you know you're not trying you're not trying to convince anyone it's everything your truth like i think of it in terms of in music a lot like i'm a big Jimi hendrix guy and you know a lot of his you know, especially live recordings just littered with mistakes. Yes. And sometimes, you know, the fuzz is too much. It's got this distorted sound. But what he's doing is he's communicating him. It's the most true, like, you can mm. feel it. It's coming from a place very deep within yes. him. Same with, look at 90s hip hop. Production value, absolute garbage. But the truth that's coming through that is what resonates yeah. with people. Or when it's Picasso drawing the, uh, you know, very minimalist stuff, Um well, that hasn't really done anything for me yeah. personally. I just know historically that the reason that things like this are successful and gain attention and resonate with people is because they're coming from somewhere true, which other people haven't, you know, cognitively witnessed before, but they just, yeah, they know it's the real deal. Totally. I, oh my gosh, I just got chills again. I love what you just said. Yay. Because, <laughs> yay, chills. Yay. There's the, there's that ego again, you know, yeah. like when back to, back to Ram Dass, it's just the all Terrence McKenna, Ram Dass, Abraham Hicks hour tonight. On, on <laughs> That's PM fine with me. Yeah. And uh, how he talks about how even after he had gone through that, you know, journey with Maharaji and he'd learned the truth and experienced the truth and experienced oneness, he still would come down into his separateness and there would be Ramdas and there would be Richard Alpert. And he would and he said Ramdas would look at everyone in the audience of the lecture with love. And then uh Richard Alpert was counting the house. He's looking at the tickets. He's like, mm-hmm. oh man, there's two empty seats there. Or when he says something good, he's like, I'm good. I I communicated with people. I did a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, but isn't uh, yeah. isn't that you know there's so much like uh like rejection and like hate you know there's so much like anti ego stuff out there and really like and 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 you know the ego can like lead us astray but really it's 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 one you know your ego and your I don't know what you want to call the counter of your ego but it's like a balancing act, you know, it's like when you hit the ego and you know that your ego is coming through and your ego is running the show, you're like, Oh, I've hit the wall over here. Let me bounce back off and go to the other side. You know, it's constantly trying to find that balance of, because ego is serving as a purpose here, yeah, you, you know, isn't you it? You need like, an ego to know whose mouth to put food in. Otherwise you wouldn't be able to right. keep your physical thing alive and you can't learn in this space without that's the cool thing about this this school is that it could have so been like a dream where it's not 
linear and then the objects that you put somewhere aren't there later and you're just all of a sudden in another place and just the way that dreams just have no continuity we're like lucky to be in a world with continuity and you put something in the cupboard it's still there tomorrow you can plan stuff the sun comes up the next day and that's uh you know a cool lesson that the sun teaches us that it's you know it goes away and comes back up and goes away and it's funny i I have a tattoo on my wrist that says the sun will shine in French because of that exact reason. Like, the meaning, soleil you know, will uh, briller. Le soleil briller. Uh, I can't. I have my accent's terrible. Brille, yeah, will burn. It basically is what it means. But will 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 shine. French um, French are because, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I I took French for a long time, so I guess that's why I got it. I grew in up French, in Canada but, um, a little bit, so I've know, got half like you know Quebecois French, not. Uh, French, French. So oh, my, nice. my my Quebecois nice. French isn't good. It's like okay. So in France, French, it's like especially <laughs> bad because you're not supposed to speak like bad French even there. They like a lot of people, you know, the tourist type. They like learn a little bit of French and then they talk to the, or maybe it's just Paris. I don't know, but the Paris yeah. people like won't speak back to you in French if your French sucks. They'll be like they'll just switch to English. Like my English yeah, you know is what? better than your well, that- French. Well, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny because that's what I, exactly what I experienced like 10 years ago when I was in Paris, when I was studying abroad in Amsterdam. But it's funny because I just went back there for a wedding and everyone was so nice. And I was speaking English and everyone was like, oh, yeah, just like talking back to me in English. And I kept asking my boyfriend, I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, I was like, it wasn't like this. He's like, yeah, it's because that now they've been teaching English in France. It's become like a popular thing to learn English. And so now they don't care. Like, like that was my it, it was such a reversal when I yeah. when I went there. It's just a, just a random tidbit. Huh? It's all dissolving. There's going to yes! be like translators. So check this out. I'll get I'll get yeah. comments on Instagram or Facebook or something. And sometimes they'll be in German or um, I don't even remember what, what they'll be in sometimes like Indian or I know there's no language called yeah. <laughs> Indian, but you know, the non-offensive yeah. way of saying everything. This applies yes. to backwards and forwards of what I'm uh, talking about. But yes. there's just a little button that says translate. And all of a sudden, like, I didn't even have to look up. It's it's future magic technology to even be able to highlight some text and then drag it over to a thing and then do it. We're already at the level where it does it automatically. And voice isn't that far off. Voice is actually... Have you seen that demo of Jordan Peele where they take a section of his voice and they make him say a sentence that he never even said just using some audio sample? They were able to synthesize the human voice. And the same way we can do that with photos now, it's like so easy to Photoshop something that looks super real. Video and and uh, yeah. voice are coming after that. So it's like if you identify with that as being your you and no one else can use it to do stuff, you're in for some tricky times coming up. But if you recognize that you're not that and that's just a, a, you know a, your character playing out through you and then as the the programmer starts to be able to make more stuff happen in this uh, reality, then all that is going to play out. And um, I like the future though. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Hi everyone. As you probably noticed, this episode is part one of two with Alex and Ramin. At this point in their interview, they had a technical problem that interrupted them and they picked it up again later. I'll just kick it back to Alexa here in a second to close out this week's episode. And part two of her conversation with Ramin will come out next Friday.
That's it for this week's episode. If you're a listener with a story to share and are interested in being featured on a future episode of this special series, you can email me at alexa at positivehead.com. Also, if you're craving more consciousness-elevating content, be sure to check out Gaia, which is the go-to source for streaming consciousness content on the web, where you can stream an incredible 7,000-plus exclusive videos covering 5,000 years of wisdom. As you all hear Brandon constantly say, it's a daily conscious effort to maintain an elevated vibration, and if you're looking to journey deep down the rabbit hole to do so, then Gaia is the best place we know of to do it period. And you can sign up for your first month for only 99 cents at Gaia.com slash positive head. That's spelled G-A-I-A dot com slash positive head. Check it out. Otherwise, tune in next Friday for another P-Head Posse episode. And until then, as Brandon always says, journey well.